today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. President Trump avoided the shutdown but declared a national emergency to get the wall built. Michael Diamond is with us, conservative political pundit and on the line now. Michael, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Glad to be here. So, Michael, before we get into uh, what's happening south of the border, your thoughts on this convoy that's rolling across Canada. It seems that uh, these people have been ignored for a long time, uh, but other Canadians seem to be jumping on board this now. Well, look, for for a lot of Canadians, uh, some of the uh, overzealous environmentalism uh, and uh, rhetoric, uh, empty platitudes like taxation to solve a problem uh, without any proof that taxation will solve the problem is going to impact their their ability to make a living to provide for their families and, and it's not just western canadians because we you know we know how interconnected the country is and we know what's good for alberta is also good for newfoundland and you know i i can't tell you the number of flights i've been from toronto to winnipeg where the person sitting next to me was getting off in winnipeg to transfer to fort mcmurray and they were coming out from newfoundland uh, uh so so this is an issue of national importance it's gonna it, it, it's something that uh the media, the chattering classes, the important people in urban centers probably thumb their noses at uh, these regular folks. But uh, there's a lot of them. They're going to vote uh, come October, and their voices will be heard. And, you know, uh, the guy that we talked to in involved in this convoy said their message is not that they're anti-environment. It just it seems to be one extreme to the other. Yeah, let's let's put a proposal together that's going to protect our environment. That's going to give us because that's what everyone does want. We want to we want to do what we can uh, as as Canadians to combat uh, climate change. We want cleaner air. We want cleaner water. Those are great things about living in Canada. And anything we can do is good. But uh, we don't need to uh, devastate the economy to engage in a Ponzi scheme uh, when no one can tell us exactly what the impacts of that Ponzi scheme will be. All right, let's go south of the border. Uh, President Trump avoids the shutdown. Obviously, the the last time that happened, it was a, a public relations nightmare for the government. Avoids that, but then declares a national emergency uh, to get the wall built. Are you surprised by this reaction? You know, he, he's been previewing that he would do this. They had the uh, reprieve from the shutdown. They were coming back for three weeks. And uh, definitely a shutdown is always bad. It's often bad for those in Congress. It, it, the shutdown's usually politically bad for whomever is perceived as forcing the shutdown. So uh, the president uh, definitely wants to avoid that. We'll see how this goes. There's going to be a lot of fighting uh, between him and Capitol Hill. So this is uh, interesting tactics. Personally, uh, with vacation plans next week, uh, this works out very well for me. <laughs> so is this a compromise for the president? Is it another distraction? I don't get this, but I'm going after that. So the fight moves from one side of the room to the other side. Where is this going? I'd say it's a delay because, you know, you have you have folks like Ann Coulter who uh, supported Donald Trump for president because of the wall because of the physical barrier, whatever you want to call it, uh, and they're not seeing action on this. She compared him to Angela Merkel, uh, Angela Merkel yesterday. Uh, not a good look uh, for the president when he's starting to lose Ann Coulter, because she was part of that group that he talked about, uh, where he could go on Fifth Avenue and shoot someone, and they'd still support him. So yeah. he's starting to lose some of those people. Now he's got to get worried politically. So he, this is probably a delay and a distraction more than anything uh, concrete. But uh, a delay and a distraction for him for now is uh, better than uh, than, than uh, losing more of his base. You know, very much like we were saying with the environment, uh, with border security, most want strong border security. It seems like we're in a war of words here or how to get it done. 
Exactly. And I think that works on, like you're saying, you know, Trump, Trump has obviously been overzealous in his communications on this, uh, and he has been from day one. We're going to build a big, beautiful wall, and Mexico's going to pay for it. Yeah. But then on the other side, having, um, having Nancy Pelosi refer to it as she has several times as an immoral law, uh, immoral wall. How in the heck is protecting the border immoral? You can, you can attack it on the cost. He can attack it on the logistics. He can attack it on the effectiveness. But but to to say those who want to protect their their border with a wall uh, lack morals is just completely dismissive of a very reasonable position, which you may just not agree with. It's almost as if, and, and you know, I'm not supporting Donald Trump here or the way that he goes about conducting business, but it, it, it's sad that when he does have an idea that 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 somehow these two sides can't come together and, and have a compromise that, that solves the border security issue and, and, and keeps everybody safe, yet doesn't get muddled up in the politics or the rhetoric from day to day from both these parties. Exactly, and to attack the, uh, the, the, the people who support it as being immoral is, is just adding to the uh, dumpster fire that is American politics right now and rhetoric in America. Will a national emergency get the wall built? Uh, probably not, but uh, again, it's a delay for Donald Trump. It's allowing him to avoid another shutdown. So, you know, it's going to be this wall, uh, you know, pipe dream at best, I'd say at this point. Uh, Mexico ain't going to pay for it. Democrats in Congress ain't going to appropriate the funds to pay for it. Um, unless he wants to build it personally and he tells us how rich he is, uh, I don't see it happening. But uh, if he can. If he can at least, uh, you know, he doesn't have to necessarily win the fight. He can die trying, and uh, he, he can fight, 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 um, and uh, go back to the polls in uh, November 2020. And perhaps that's, uh, that's the fight he needs to have on his side to be reelected with everything else that's going on. Um, there will be sections of wall built. There is sections of wall already there. Again, uh, is the American people smart enough to wade through all this crap to realize that both these parties kind of want the same thing? You know, it's funny because when they're so close and uh, uh, the arguments are about words, it makes it so much more confusing to cover. So so you you can forgive people who are, are not tuning on that it's not it's not because of a lack of depth or a lack of intellect it's uh they go out of their way to make it hard enough yeah good point uh so now that he has declared a national emergency what's the process what happens now how does he get these funds or start that process moving well, so the president is given specific powers, and the Congress, you know, in the United States, unlike in Canada, uh, the the head of government does not sit within the legislative branch and uh, is independent from it. But uh, the president does have some specific abilities in states of emergency to do things like declare war, for example, and then he can he he or she can spend uh, money without having to go to Congress to get that money allocated. So, look, this is gonna this is gonna be challenged. Gonna be challenged by Congress. This could very well end up in the courts. This might not hold up. 
but that would be, I believe, the practices uh, under the similar provisions that allow the president to declare war uh, without going to Congress for a resolution. Are the Democrats doing enough to sell what they would do? All we hear is wall or no wall. Um, Why don't we hear why we don't necessarily need the Great Wall of China going from east to west, as well as it's geographically impossible? Um, Why don't we hear, hey, we understand what the president's trying to do, but a wall is a wall from from left to right is not the answer. It may be for certain portions of it. I mean, we're seeing people coming through the hole in the fence in Canada. Uh, So there are parts of the of the border that do need this. Why aren't the Democrats doing more to say, well, here's what we would do. Here's what it will look like. And here's what the president has has proposed. Here's what we're proposing. Here's where we're going to meet. So two things. One, I've been to the uh, southern border of Canada and American Manitoba, Emerson, Manitoba, and North, North Dakota. And to say there's a hole in the fence uh, is, uh, is, uh, is, over, is, is just totally wrong. It's more like, uh, you know, there's a sieve and huge holes for the spaghetti to go right through. So that's what our border is here in Canada. Yeah. Now, on your other point... 100% agree with you. The Democrats are failing. And why they're failing is Donald Trump has a message that is so simple to communicate. We're yeah. going to build a wall. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to work. It's going to stop people coming, coming legally. There's going to be a wall there. You're not going to be able to go. Never mind that El Chapo had a, um, you know, a very extensive network of, uh, yeah. of, of tunnels going from Tijuana into San Diego, getting out of like a Target store or something where he was smuggling yeah. in drugs and this wall wouldn't stop that. And that's where the Democrats are failing because they're just saying, no wall. It's immoral. The wall's immoral. Meanwhile, I have a walled estate on Nantucket uh, for the summers to keep the tourists away from getting too close to my place. Uh, so, so they're attacking them in the wrong way. Talk about how impractical it is. Talk about other solutions. Talk about why it won't be effective. Talk about how we should have a wall at parts. And in other parts, it just doesn't make sense because there's a mountain range and we can observe right. it uh, with helicopters or drones and we can capture, we can, we can turn people back. So they're doing such a poor job and opposing it because they're making it about the wall yeah. or they should make it about how ridiculous the wall is. Yeah, it seems like it's a it's it's a war of words. It's a war over terminology. It seems like they're talking about the same thing but just coming at it from two totally dir- directions as if they're they're both lost and, and just calling it something well, else. It's it's like a terminology selling war. Hmm? He's selling something. He's the president is selling something yeah. and the, the Democrats are trying to explain something else. So who's winning here? Yeah, good point. All right, Americans ticked uh, ticked off when uh, the shutdown uh, dragged on and went so long, and and we remember the scenario around that and the Oval Office and the meeting with the Pelosi and and Schumer and stuff, and, and, you know, this was going to happen, and then all of a sudden it sort of swung back against him, which is obviously why he didn't want to shut it down again. That ticked off Americans. Are they ticked off that Mexico won't be paying for this wall and that he's just looking for other avenues to get the money from taxpayers to avoid Congress to to build it anyway? Are Americans ticked off that they're going to pay for this? You know, I don't think anyone who thought Mexico was going to pay for the wall is upset that they're not. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, because that gets into the category of those folks who he could go and shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and they'll still support him. And there are still some of those who exist. Uh, they might be thinning a number but they do exist. So I don't think that's a huge problem for him because I think he'll also always have an excuse, oh, well, they are paying for it because, you know, of the new trade deal or I'm going to do this. Yeah. So Mexico is going to pay for it. And, and anyone who I think believed from the beginning that uh, Mexico will pay for the wall 
still believes that they are or will pay for the wall. Good point. Um, Democrats have said in, in the past that it isn't the southern border we have to be worried about if you're really concerned about national security. It's people coming in from Canada. How come we're focusing so much on, and, and perhaps we have a different view or a different opinion, as ironic as that might be, or hypocritical, uh, about the wall along the U.S. border, yet we're having the same issues up here. I would very much, you know, as I said, I've been to the uh, southern border with Canada and the United States. I guess they can stop saying the southern border because our northern border is pretty frigid and uh, oceany and no yeah. one's coming in from there. So, But I've been to the border with Canada and the U.S. at parts where there is a problem in Emerson, Manitoba, and we know where there is a problem. We don't need a wall in Ontario because Ontario has been blessed with a moat. We have a moat system that God gave us. But mm. uh, parts of Saskatchewan... Uh, all of Manitoba, parts of Quebec and New Brunswick, there's definitely a problem and people are slipping in uh, without uh, going to proper ports of entry and that's all I think Canadians really want is that when when you come to this country do so legally, go to the proper points of entry, so it will allow us to one, not waste police resources uh, on people who you know we would like to have here, who might be very great additions to the Canadian family, just so, so there are places in Canada we need a wall and maybe we need to uh, have Justin Trudeau start talking about how he's going to make uh, Donald Trump pay for it. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, you know, it's very unfortunate, and of course, you know, you you work in the in the land of politics, so you, you know the reasons behind this. But it's unfortunate that both Canada, United States, and Mexico can't get together and come up with a consistent system on both borders. Well, you know what? I think a lot of people would be fearful of that, that that might uh, end up looking like the uh, European Union. Uh, mm. if, you know, we were to look at uh, a tri-national strategy on border integration or systems. So, so that wouldn't be something that I think anyone who wants to build a wall would want to see. But uh, definitely agree that uh, Mexico can do more to patrol their border with the United States, and the United States can do more to patrol their border with Canada. And we're perfect. Yeah. What? Um, so, how much time you talked about this buying Trump uh, time for Donald Trump? How much time does this buy him? Uh, again, the government shut down. Don't have to worry about that. That's taken care of. What are we going to hear about this in the next week or two? You know, I think we'll 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 see. You know, Sunday is going to be an important day when everyone sends out their top spinners onto uh, the cable shows that will get clipped for the week ahead, and so we'll learn a lot there exactly what the White House uh, is is planning and what what their strategy is on this. It could buy them very little time, quite frankly. Uh, but again, my vacation won't be interrupted, so I'm thankful. <laughs> uh, what about different info coming from the president on? how dangerous or critical this emergency is and those in homeland security that are saying it's not that much of a problem are we getting conflicting information on the border issue from the president and those organizations that are charged with defending the border oh wow absolutely that's you know not surprising because the president someone who uh you know is a day into his presidency or two days into his presidency, his campaign manager, who went on to become his top, one of his top advisors, invented the term alternative facts, and it's the new reality of the administration. So this discussion, will it ever be over between now and the next election? Uh, unless there's a physical barrier built, probably not. What is success for Donald Trump here? What can he use to sell as a success? Even if it, so, at the end, if he fails, it will be, hey, I tried. Exactly. There's a two pro Donald Trump's uh, in a good position because he has two routes to political success and the Democrats sort of have one, maybe kind of. So for Donald Trump, build 
build the wall, get the funds appropriated, start building the wall. It doesn't even have to be complete. Just, you know, have right. sort of agreement and contract and uh, plan in place. Or don't get the wall. Fight the Democrats tooth and nail. Blame them for not getting the wall. Get reelected. Regain the House of Representatives. Then you're term limited. Build the wall. Don't build the wall. You're a two-term president. It doesn't matter. Should he have done this in his first uh, first half of his term? Well, look, that would have been the ideal time because he had complete his party controlled both houses of Congress. Could he have done it then? Well, he probably couldn't have done it then because of the uh, how how ridiculous the financing uh, must be on this. So, so he is lucky in a way that now he has Democrats to blame. Ah, good point. Michael Diamond's been with us, conservative political pundit. Michael, as always, thank you for the time. Have a great vacation. Thank you. Take care. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.